fantasy season is here. The NFL has begun and it is time, everybody. The fantasy curious are proud to be partnered with Underdog Fantasy, the most amazing, greatest daily fantasy sports site you might have done all their best ball games during the offseason. I have friends that did dozens and dozens and dozens and are still talking about them. Now we're in season and it is time for pick 'em. You can pick player stats, you can pick highs or lows of various stats within a game. It is an exciting time. You can stack them. There are specials throughout the season that will make the game even more exciting. And to make things better, Underdog Fantasy has an exclusive offer for new customers. Claim your mystery pickup and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Now by signing up with Underdog using the code COURIERS. Once you make that first deposit, head to the Pick'em Lobby and find out which player special you get. If you're already a customer, share the code COURIERS to support our amazing podcast so that we can continue to grow with Underdog and have a blast in season with you. Now, on to the show. happening fellow fantasy gms i am jj wang he is the bearded one dj dove and with our powers combined we are the fantasy couriers week four jj wang the teams are starting to looks like the cream is rising but some of there, there's some lumpy cream in the middle there's some fake cream i i, I don't even know today you know how I'm feeling. I'm a little down in the dumps, but there there were some stellar performances. I'm sure you're going to get to and some weird stellar performances. And yeah, this, is what, this is probably the most football I got to watch since it started. But I mean, I thought it was a pretty good week. I mean, the people that perform mainly performed. I thought I thought overall. I mean, I thought overall it was a pretty good week. I mean, even though there was like a few bright spots for me that I was rooting for that had some pretty good. I'm sure, but that's every week for everybody. Might get into a couple of those too, but. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you you and I, we, we're going to have some good showdowns with our one league. Your dumpster team all of a sudden is good. In a it proves that Dynasty, you never know with who your team at the beginning of the year we thought was garbage. And all of a sudden, you're dominating. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, it looks, I mean, I, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not getting too excited because I know it can also, you know, go in the opposite direction. But, I mean, I think the players that I have, I mean, are pretty consistent players. I don't have like any superstars, but I think they're all pretty consistent. It just pretty much depends on if we get the Justin Fields today or the Justin Fields in the past. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. I'm sure we will. So enough of our banter. I think we need to just get into the week. Sounds good. Pleasure. And pain. I'd love to hear people's thoughts on that little montage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can't get over that, that, that your wife doing it. I mean, that still kind of gets me every time. <laughs> we did a couple <laughs> takes. It was funny. But, so, but, I, but yeah, we'll do pleasures. But so the first, I'm, the first two guys I'm going to bring up here, quarterbacks, of course, they're not like starters or anybody's favorite. They're probably only my favorites, but the kind of guys I picked up early. I got Josh Dobbs. Played surprisingly well. He's right around that top 10 quarterback range. When he was traded to the Cardinals, nobody's seen it. 
But I want to give him his props. He's been playing pretty well, played well again today. I mean, right now, I think he's a viable QB too. Maybe. What do you? What's your? What's your thought? You threw up over 250 yards, two touchdowns, no pickles, and 48 yards rushing. You are a viable QB, too, and it, it begs to wonder because before, I mean, the Cardinals, they, they played probably the best team in the NFL today, but I think it's not even close. I mean, the Bills might be close, but the 49ers are the cream of the crop, I think, and they still, they lost by a ton, but he still, he didn't get picked by the stellar defense. They just got Christian McCaffrey, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, but yeah, I if you, if you you can probably still even trade and get him for a box of peanuts because they're gonna say oh Josh Jobs cool here whatever oh absolutely I mean it was like it was funny because last week I asked you a question should I start Josh Dobbs over Justin Fields no I'm glad I didn't start Josh Dobbs over Justin That's Fields too but but if I did I mean Dobbs wouldn't have let me down he still he still came through and the other guy I wanted to bring up. I mean, I didn't we didn't even know he was going to start, but he did have a great game, but he got his first start of his career, all because the great Jimmy Garoppolo once again did not play. And that was Aiden O'Connell. He played okay, threw a big pick at the end of the game. But I I just wanted to bring him up because he got his first NFL start. Uh congratulations. That's not pleasurable though. That's just it is dumb for me. I mean he 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 made Josh Jacobs really good for fantasy. Also, I could just get a bar bin for the great Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, of course, yeah, that, we all I, I think it's more it's more you're basking in the misery, the pain yeah, of Jimmy. for the uh, pleasure of it, it. Could have been Satan himself playing quarterback <laughs> in Oakland. He'd be like, "Go Satan!" <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't stay that guy. But okay, going to the super uh, to the big pleasures. I'm gonna go with the like the Bears offense here. We got the. The three-headed trio, we got Justin Fields finally had a big game. Khalil Herbert finally had a big game. I know there was talk about Roshan Johnson Who? Um, taking Who? over that work. That totally did not go that way. Khalil Herbert got um, all of that. And then DJ Moore had a good game. But we really can't trust this, right? It was just Denver. Uh, you know, yeah, you can't trust it. I mean, they still lost. Uh, if you're a Bears fan, you're sitting there going, hmm. So you're telling me next year we could have Justin Fields, we could have Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson, we could have DJ Moore, Cole Komet, and Marvin Harrison Jr. and maybe oh, even trade that first and that first pick for you trade that away and get like 22 first picks to build around as a Bears. I mean, I don't think it's. I mean, but stranger things have happened. This is what Justin Fields did last year. He stunk up the world. And about four days ago, I was offered Justin Fields for um, Kyler in a dynasty straight up. And I didn't do it. Just like the same guy I didn't trade for A-Chan a couple weeks ago. But um, yeah, oops. I don't know how long it'll last, but this week it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, it looks great. It makes you feel con- it makes you feel good that you, know, you, actually, you actually got re- refund out of this. But it also gives you're more confident to continue starting Justin Fields because if you would have had a bad game, you're thinking, oh, I got to, I'm going to have to do something here. I just can't continue throwing this out. Yeah, I might have to start, <laughs> I might have had to start Josh Dobbs. It was coming, it might have been coming to that point. But yeah, it gives you another week of, you know, all right, Justin Fields. But yeah, he, 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 was, he was able to throw the ball this week. That was the biggest difference. I mean, probably the best, the best throwing game that he had in his whole career. So, I mean, that's going to be hard to replicate, but we'll see. The next, you know, I'm going to go to Houston. 
What's that? Funny on, on his stats, he threw for 335, and he had 35 yards in sack yards lawsuits. Like, they had 300 yards passing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, That's sorry. Hilarious. I just saw that. <laughs> he takes, yeah, he does take, still taking quite a few sacks. Next, I'm going to go down to Houston. Again, three players that performed really well. C.J. Stroud is just taking over the world. I, I still I still can't believe that. I mean, I'm happy to see it, but it's hard, still hard to believe. We got Nico Collins. I mean, evidently this guy is for real. And Damian Pierce finally had a decent game to where you can be like, okay, Damian Pierce, you know, I'm comfortable starting. But I want to first talk about Stroud here. I mean, I mean, we're talking Stroud is like a legit, are we, maybe QB, low-end QB1 at this point? I mean, is he teetering? He's throwing 300 yards a week. I'm excited for this because of the three, he was the one I liked the most. And by dumb luck, I got him in a league. But – I love seeing this. I mean, and he's not he's not running either. So that's the cool thing. Like he's shown that a pocket passer can excel. Even a guy who everybody assumed because of his build and you know just standard blah 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 that we won't get into that he was going to be a runner. But he is in the pocket, stop looking. And Pittsburgh's not a. It's not like it's not like he's throwing on the Texans defense, who supposedly apparently is really good. But he's throwing against decent defenses to put him up here. And this Houston Texans teams. Could, I was thinking today while watching, could they be this year's Jaguars? Like the team you're like, oh, they were going to be okay, but they're outperforming by a mile what they should be doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm completely surprised. I'm going to have to bring out the old Texans Cup, jump back to the bandwagon real quick. Um, Nico Collins, you're pretty comfortable with starting him every week from going forward? I need to. I got him on a couple of teams. I started him on a couple. Another one I started last week, so that, but not next week because next week's Tank Dell, and then the week after that's Nico, and then Tank Dell, and then Nico. That's they sort of have like reverse. Um, they have reverse Tyler Lockett's, but they just take turns versus you know just being asleep for a while. But no, yeah, Nico looks like. I mean, he's he's still in single digit targets, but I mean. Stroud, the the thing that we are missing in our love for him is he still barely completed half his passes. 16 of 30. So, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin feels like I, accuracy, but he's a rookie. So, I think looking forward, like this year, they're not winning the Super Bowl, but they're creating a core. I love D'Amico Ryans. He's one of, he was one of my favorite players to watch, and now as a coach, it's even better. So, I, yeah, and Damian Pierce, again, it was a Steelers. He did great against the Steelers. Kudos. Yeah, still then, way more precarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then two, I got two guys I'm still not um, complete on. I'm not a huge fan of, but I still keep bringing them up. I just don't know how it's happening. That's Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson. Both of them performed well again. Russell Wilson's a top 10 quarterback somehow, even though he's, that team is absolutely terrible. And Mayfield and keep keeps strumming along here, even though Mike Evans did get injured and allowed Chris Godwin to have a little better of a game. Anything there yeah. real quick? I, I just love that those were two of my guys. Now I was a Baker guy. You know that? I was a Baker guy. You laughed at me. And, he's, and he's, he's making He's. I think Baker, the way he's playing – he could be the Tampa quarterback for the next three to four years. We could be talking about him for three to four um, years. I mean, maybe. We'll see. All right. Yeah, switch, pick will be switch, it over, switch it over to running back. I'm, I'm going to stick to the big, a couple of big names here. We got CMC. <laughs> he, ended up, he, he ended up with the four touchdowns. They, he could have got the fifth one to tie the record, but they didn't let him get it. They was working on his neck. Maybe he was just like, yeah, just don't worry about it. So the question I want to ask you is, how close to CMC being on the Mount Rushmore of all-time fantasy running backs to? Or is he already there? That is quite I, – I don't know. Like, he's up there. We take it for granted because it's happening now. 
Because to me, before him, you're talking Peterson. Then you had we had LT, and then Barry Sweetness. Uh, he's got to be up there. Every we just got to take about two more years to get away from those years he was hurt. Because everybody goes, oh yeah, he was hurt all those years. But when CMC plays, I I have not seen not even AP. I have not seen a player this good consistently on every aspect of the game like barry was beautiful to watch i was too young to watch uh sweetness or um what a lie for jim brown but he's gotta be but will he be he should oh yeah but i'm, I'm going more along the lines of just like fantasy related here you know the last yeah oh, he's the second part. lt he's like lt part two yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him play. The next, I'm gonna go with Derek Henry. Finally, has a big game here. Um, maybe he'll continue being with Tennessee all year. Maybe not. But I'm I'm still thinking this is going to be more the Derek Henry that we get, other than what we got last week. I hope so. I mean, Derrick Henry, not only is he the best running back on that team, but he's the best quarterback. So what can you do <laughs> at this point? I mean, he's he's a monster. He's, he's twice the size of everybody and. You know me. I got Derrick Henry running in two places and loving it. And there, I'm just watching his touchdown right there. <laughs> that throwing touchdown. All right. Yeah. Our next guy. So is David Montgomery just Jamal Williams a, a year later in that Lions offense? He's Jamal Williams with a little uh, Mario mushroom. So he, yeah. he's a, he's a little bit better than Williams, I think. Like I, I was, I heard that compared to him and Williams. They they get the similar stats, but he's a better runner. Like I love Jamal Williams. I love, you know, I was a big Jamal Williams fan from when he got drafted, even. But David Montgomery's a better football running. player. Yeah, I think yeah, he's probably a little better running back, back per se. Yeah, he's a better running back. I mean, but then again, if you let most pros run thirty-two times, they're going to get a ton of yards unless they're running behind you and me as the lineman. So. I can't believe I can't believe they're giving him that much run and Jameer so little. That's just weird to me. But I mean, they we kind of seen it coming into the season. They paid him a good bit of money, and it's pretty much what worked last year. So why, high why go away with it? Split it. Like I don't see. I, I, don't, I don't know. know why they split it I don't well. know if they. I don't know if they wasted it, but yeah, I mean, if it's three I, years, I, yeah, not really. Even Montgomery's two or three years, so that's going to be. Almost over half of the first contract for Jameer Gibbs. So it's. I don't know if Montgomery will last three years or two or three years. I, I'm not. I'm not too sure about it's but probably I'm gonna, a poison pill. Yeah, I'm, but I'm going to ride Montgomery while that happens. So I got two two more running backs, but pretty much had the same game. Devon Achan and Kyron Williams. They both played really well, even though Mostert did not. I hope you traded high. Hope you traded real high last week. Um. Mm. But yeah, both of them, both of them look good. H H N. They said he's gonna get more work going into the week. I, I guess I guess they they didn't lie to us. You know, some coaches lie. They didn't. But I I, I didn't get to watch the game. Uh, I guess he looked good, right? Yeah, he he didn't get much. He I mean, he got eight carries. He just was doing that good. I mean. He just he looks strong to the hole, and once like for about half of the game they they played they just called terrible stuff. So hit, all the running backs weren't worth a daily squat. Um, he was the lone bright spot on that entire stinking team today. It was bad, but I mean he looks he looks exactly what I thought he would be in that offense. You put him anywhere else, I don't think we would have had this player. But just the way it's escape, it really like he looked he looked good. And Kyron Williams, I was on the boat of saying. He was a guy I was saying sell high because he just really wasn't getting what he got this week. Like he said, hey, DJ Dove, I heard you. 
here you go. And dude got 25 carries. I mean, he wasn't getting 100 yards. He was getting 47, 48, 51. You know, when he was getting some catches this week, he lowered on the catches and became a running back. So it's not as good for fantasy, but he's still getting two. He's getting touchdowns. He's a touchdown machine. So, yeah, I mean, mean, best way for him to pick up this year. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of work for the whole season. So as long as he stays healthy, you can keep Bradfield pretty, I mean, pretty safe with him. All right, over to wide receivers. I guess um, AJ Brown got kind of mad at me for saying that Devonta Smith was the new number one in Philly. <laughs> the last two weeks, he was like, uh, "Probably not. I'm still the guy." I mean, he looked. I mean, he was looking fantastic out there, looking like the AJ Brown from last year, finally break, breaking breaking out. I can't wait to see the wind sprints he's going to run this week after he gets that taunting penalty in the end zone. But, dude, A.J. Brown looked like the beast of A.J. Brown. I mean, the thing was, he only had two more carries, two more catches than Devonta Smith, but he had almost 100 yards more um, than Devonta Smith. I mean, he just looked bigger, stronger, faster, what he is. I mean, they both have their roles, and both those guys can be very effective in that offense. It's just, who is it going to be this week? They're the Seahawks part, too. I mean, that guy is – that. That guy is a big, big dude running out there. I mean, I, I can't believe how monstrous he is. And I'm going to go back to Thursday here with wide receiver. Um, your guy, Romeo Dubs, is he pretty much the wide receiver one in New um, Green Bay, right? I believe I said that in the preseason. Well, see, uh, right now, yeah. But that, that was the tell before, was that Jordan Love was connecting with Romeo Dobbs. Christian Watkins is everybody's darling, and they liked him a lot. But it, it was. Romeo Dobbs was the guy that Love was hitting in the offseason. So that's why he's the guy. He's throwing, He's giving 13 targets. I mean, Christian Watkins is still coming back. So we'll see what happens in the next two to three weeks if it's true. But you can't. 13 targets don't lie. I gotta start playing. He's on all my benches. <laughs> thirteen targets, man. No touchdowns, but thirteen. That's what you look but for. A target. Speaking of starting to, speaking of starting to play him, uh, your boy Puka Nakua made up made another showing this week. We're definitely starting him every week, right? Oh, I, Puka was in my lineup, except in our one league where I my my receivers are so good. He's still in my taxi squad. I think he's coming off this week. Uh, but there's my receivers so good. It's like I, I was like, man, I want to take Puka off, but they're so good. But you, you get 163 yards. I'm I'm playing you. I don't care. I'll play you over. I mean, I don't have any running backs in that league. So if you need a first round pick, just send me a running back. You don't have any either. But uh, yeah, 163 yards. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. it, it's it still amazes me that people like this can go un- unnoticed and just break into the NFL. I, I noticed. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's my guy this year. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Sean McVay just knows what he's doing. He can make anybody anybody look good if he um if he really wants to. See what um, happens. So, um, what's his name comes back though? That'll be the catch. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's not going to be as many targets to go around when Cooper Cup comes back. All right, that's the pleasure of going over the pain. I think the biggest pain of the week, or maybe of the year, absolutely, has got to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is playing like dog crap. Jamar Chase in return is also playing like dog crap. T. Higgins. He's always open. He's always open. He's got a broken, evidently broke a rib. Now he's playing like dog crap. Joe Mixon, I mean, he's he's Joe Mixon. This has got to be the biggest disappointment so far in beginning of the season, right? Not even close. They were, they were, there's, I'd be curious what the beginning of the season Super Bowl odds were on this team. I mean, it's, 
it begs to wonder if they should have literally set Joe Burrow this first month. Is that calf really slowing him down? That could be it. I mean, if you go look up the Jamar Chase post-game rant, like they got him on a live mic dropping the F-bomb, like I'm always flipping open. And he's like, oh, sorry for the language. <laughs> but he's he's mad. But he's, I mean, he's still got 73 yards, but it's still it's the team looks like garbage. They lost to the Titans, who we thought were garbage. And we thought they might be t- – like. I'm no, glad. They are, I mean, Titans are garbage. Titans, Titans are garbage. Yeah. So, but they, but the Bengals must be, they must yeah, be yeah. buried garbage. That's on. They're a yeah. flaming bag of poo, right? <laughs> Just it's, <dying. laughs> it's Halloween, baby. <laughs> it's October. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty bad. And then another guy that I wanted to bring up, he got ended up getting benched by the end of the game. That's Mac Jones. <laughs> it did not look good. Throwing interceptions all over the place. Pick sixes. Uh, Bailey Zappi ended up coming in. Does Bailey Zappi start next week? And the Mac Jones? I mean, <laughs> we played this game before. I don't know. This morning, one of the questions from your brother-in-law was, "Do I start Mac Jones or Brock Purdy?" I said, "The answer will never be Mac Jones." That was my answer on the thing. As he's like, "I knew that, but I had to ask." But um, I don't know. It depends upon if if Belichick goes. Okay, that was that really good. Cowboys defense that decided they felt sorry for the Cardinals last week, or if he really was like Mac Jones, isn't that great? He's not the answer. Bailey Zappi's not the answer either. So it could <laughs> they find the one that's the most terrible, so they can get a quarterback next year and move on from there. Because Belichick's not an idiot. He's like Zeke is my running back. I'm giving him six carries. We're wasting Ramondre. We have no receivers. No receivers. We have nothing but some good defensive players. Let's get some offensive players next year and rebuild this thing. So let's let the stinkiest one play. So probably Mac Jones. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's not good. It's, yeah, it's not good. I just wanted to bring up Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. I mean, it's it's bad. Uh, Kenny Pickett also got hurt, but he wasn't looking good either. So I mean, I guess maybe the Kenny Pickett experiment might be in trouble as well. I don't know. I, I think I looked up. I was watching the, like stat lines. It was like Kenny Pickett had like what four four yards at one point in the second quarter. I'm like, oh my goodness, four four yards. Like, <laughs> I mean, he only had 114 total yards. And, I mean, and then he, but he's hurt. So yeah. I don't know how bad the. I haven't heard anything on the update on the injury. Like Mitch Trubisky came in. Um, so I think is everybody excited for Mitch Trubisky again, like last year? And Kenny always, Pickett, I mean, every. Every time there's a quarterback gets a chance to play, they're going, everybody we get excited for him. But can I say in the game, I got a little bit of the tingles from Najee. He looked like he had signs of life, but it was the Texans. Well, it doesn't. I mean, tingles, well, tingles. not it, pleasure, it, but just tingles. It doesn't take much to show you signs of life from Najee because there absolutely was none before. He looks so, strong though. When he was running, he looked strong again. Uh, he should look strong every week, if you ask me. You mentioned it a little earlier, Ramondre Stevenson. You were you were a fan. I mean, how disappointed? I mean, how be, I mean, I was a fan too. But I mean, how disappointed are you in Ramondre Stevenson not even resembling what he was at all last year? I I, I love Ramondre, and I thought he'd be like I got him ranked fairly high. I got to move him in my dynasty rankings. Oh, so are you? So are you starting him, or are you going to give him a rest on the bench? It depends on my backfield. I mean, it, uh, who, who does New England have next week? Let me pull that up. It depends who they're playing. Like, they're not going to play the Cowboys or the Bills next week, are they? Um, next week they have the Saints. So it's a, still, it's a tough defense next week still. But, I mean, you're, if you got him that high, he's one of those players that you got to play or try to look smarter than about. I mean, what running back, if you have him and you draft him in, what, the second round, maybe third? What yeah. other running back do you have that you're going to play unless you got – 
Achan in the twelfth round. Like you, you need a magical thing there because you invested so high in him. I don't think you have a choice. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. If you got a better choice, kudos. If not, you're gonna have to just stick it out. Hopefully, he gets lucky. And I, um, I wanted to bring up Travis. I wanted to bring up a Jaguar here. Just bring up Travis Etienne because he didn't have a very good game. The only reason I wanted to bring up that game because I was. <laughs> The only way I could watch the game is on Disney Plus. They had like an animated <laughs> twist. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, it was kinda interesting. If I had like a three year old kid, I would I bet I would have enjoyed so much watching that football game like that. I mean, it, it was a blast. Did you get a chance to check it out at all? You need to hang out with me. I'm a three-year-old kid. Like, I would have loved it, except we were at church all morning. So until I got home, my family was watching it while I was watching the Dolphins. I'd come in and see sneak peeks. And I'm like, this is really cool. Like, I I'm hoping they do more. I mean, I don't know how they miss, like, the Nickelodeon slime game. My kids love, like, that slime yeah. crazy wild game. But there's nothing to it. This is even cooler. I mean, this is this is AI at its best. Like, I mean, I feel like you could do at least one of these games every week, just you know, just for your just you know, just maybe like a little family, but I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was kind of, it was, it had me laughing. There was a couple spots. It sounded like it'd be like a video game. They were talking. It was, it was kind of amusing, but that was more of a pleasure than a pain. I really didn't have anybody. Do you have any other pains from that game that's just been a pain for a while that goes with a little bit of a pleasure? Oh, it's, go ahead if you want. Can I can I add one here? Like yeah, go ahead. Is Kyle Pitts benched for Johnny Smith? Are, are you now starting Johnny Smith instead of Kyle? I mean Johnny Smith six targets, ninety five yards. Kyle Pitts. Two, four targets, two for 21. Like, it, are you starting Johnny Smith next year, next week in the realm of tight ends? Because Kyle Pitts stinks. I mean, I guess if you're asking if I'm starting, I mean, I'll, I'd still probably yeah, Kyle say, Pitts. Are you starting Kyle Pitts is the question. I mean, definitely probably not. You can't stop. If you want to win, I don't think you can start Kyle Pitts at this point. I mean, you've got you to gotta flex off. Because like I said, this is a, we're trying to win here. And if he's only giving you two or three points, not helping you at all. And I, I mean, it might be the point where you just can't start Kyle Pitts anymore. I mean, it's, it's really, yeah, really uh, bad. ETN's getting the touches to your question. He's just not getting the, um, I mean, he had 20 touches. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not touches. They're in London. That's just London. It's like playing on a Thursday night. It's going to stink. They'll be there all this week. So I expect it. it's the bills. So the bills might be kind of keep an eye on the bills next week. Cause having to fly over there time zone, da, 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 da. but they're staying in London. All right, yeah, oh, that might work, might work out. So uh, next, I got Javante Williams gets injured. Um, he had a bad hip. You don't know how that works out, but more interested in how big is the pickup of Jaleel McLaughlin this week? Is he like the if he is he the waiver wire darling for the week? Youngstown State, baby. Yeah, he's got to be. I mean, who else is there? I'm. I mean, there goes my fab. <laughs> See if you can outbid me, man. Um, he's got to. I mean. We'll talk about him a little later in the show, but if Javante's not playing, apparently it's not P Ryan. I mean, he got the same, he got some touches, but he just wasn't as efficient. And McLaughlin's getting all aspects of the game. I mean, who knows? Heck, he maybe he takes over. He's got a couple touchdowns this year. I mean, it wouldn't be surprised. There's always a running back that comes out of nowhere, and especially in Denver. It just reminds you of like the old Denver teams from like the late '90s when the <laughs> running backs just come out of nowhere. Those guys. I wish I could pull those names right now. There's yeah, some good. Switching over to wide receiver. I got a couple wide receivers here. Um, Chris Olave, not not a very good game at all. Debo Samuel, um, with the return of Brandon IU, shout out to Brandon IU, kind of crazy game. We're, we're looking like the number one wide receiver. Debo not looking good. He did have a kind of an injury coming in. Who are you more confident for the rest of the season, Chris Olave or Debo Samuel? 
Oh, I mean, it's a lot of a Debo's with Debo. He really, we said it last week. Debo is a great football player, but he's fantasy relevant. If you're missing one of those other three guys. So if there's no IU, no CMC, no kill, I mean, Kittle wasn't anything to write home about, but he takes in their roles along with his role. And his role is so much lower when there's all four of them. Alave just had a poop of a game. I mean, he just fell under. Apparently, they wanted to see how many times they could throw to Alvin Kamara for 2.5 yards a catch. Like, literally 13 catches for 2.5 yards a catch. Like, that's all Derek Carr wanted to do because he's hurt. Um, and for some reason, that was the shock of the day, too. They played Derek Carr. Jameis Winston must be that bad. You put, you have a out-of-AC joint, show, you know, and you're going to play that guy versus a guy who's healthy. He might be squinting to see the ball, but he's healthy. Okay. Um, it just seems... That worries me that you might need a new backup quarterback because I mean, your best player got four yards. Yeah, I'm a little more confident in Lave with, like I said, with the return of Brandon Ayuk. Shout out. Still a great game. Quite nice. the pleasure. <laughs> but um, another guy I wanted to bring up because I also wanted to bring up his quarterback, and this will be the last guy. That's Michael Pittman. I thought with the return of Anthony Richardson, who, by the way, had a fabulous 11 for 25 passing. He did get yards. some. He did get some um he did get some rushing, but that eleven for twenty-five, it just caught my eye. Your receivers aren't going to be all that great, you know, with only eleven targets out there. But I th- I expected a little more with the return. Not really confident in Michael Pittman at this point either. Yeah, Pittman, no. Anthony Richardson, what you said he was gonna be for fantasy. Like you look at him in, as a pro player, like Egh. he's like a, you know, he's a bit he's like a poor man's Cam Newton. Like Cam was putting up bigger passing numbers. I mean he still had three touchdowns. He accounted for three touchdowns, fifty six yards rushing and the two passing touchdowns, no interceptions. So what can you do? But um but when you yeah, you said it. The the receivers are gonna not benefit from that. It's either one. It's either one or none. Is generally how these teams go. Like it'll be so spread exactly. out that I mean, three catches was the most for a receiver, and everybody else had two or one reception, and that was the team. And that's gonna be what you get, I think. Yeah, it's some random tight end that does. Why is he? Why is this tight end getting play? Yeah, um, we're gonna talk about those guys. Oh uh, yeah, right. Perfect about. segue. Yep. Yeah. Surefire waste of a touchdown. And it was interesting this week. There weren't. It didn't feel like there were as many wastes as I went through and just reviewed the games. It's, it's, but there's more than I thought. So this one might be his last chance. We say he pops up a lot, but he still wastes touchdowns because you're not playing him. It was a 13-yard pass for the Tennessee Titans from your favorite court, your second favorite quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, to Nick Westbrook and Kenny. <laughs> you hear his name multiple times on here because. You're still not starting the dude. He's not even on your roster, so that would make him a. Oh, it's definitely a surefire ways. But I think I think this guy could lead the league in surefire ways of touchdowns. Oh, yes, because I mean, like I say, he only scores touchdowns randomly every five or six games, and he does nothing else in between. And we're obviously not starting that. So that's surefire ways of a touchdown. Now, name this dude. There is a pass in Tennessee from Derrick Henry. We already mentioned that. So that's a wasted passing touchdown. Unless you're, you know, I get, I get four points. But to, uh, I think he's a tight end, Josh Weil, two yard touchdown pass from Derrick Henry. He could even be a lineman for all I know. I'm not going to even pull it up because it's not worthwhile. But yeah, I, I don't think you've even heard of Josh Weil. So that would make it a. Sure, five ways of a touchdown. It wouldn't surprise me if he was some offensive lineman somewhere. It just makes me wonder. Are we going to get a surefire waste of a touchdown from Traylon Burks or DeAndre Hopkins anytime soon? 
You won't let me do them. <laughs> well, I think I think if they score a touchdown, I think you can officially put them in this category because they are. I mean, are you starting either one of those guys? You're starting DeAndre. Well, let me first. You, you're not. Nobody who wants to is starting DeAndre Hopkins, but people are starting DeAndre Hopkins because he's DeAndre Hopkins. It's like we started Julio till he stopped playing. We were dumb. We would keep playing Julio even if you had him. It's Julio freaking Jones. You're gonna, play, you know, it was. It's that kind of like Tra- Burks probably not, but you, it was one of those kind of deals. Like I think you're starting DeHop. You don't want to, but okay. You, you know, I was in the bum today because my team got walloped, but there was. A nice 11 yard touchdown to his only touchdown of the day that wasn't stolen from the running back. And it was right in the corner of the end zone to tire. No, Jalen Waddle's been a, he might be a pain for this year, uh, what we thought he'd be last year. But no, no, no. A, a guy who I thought was a stellar signing for the team, punt returner extraordinaire, Braxton Berrios with an 11 yard touchdown reception. That's really cool, but that's a, um, yeah. Certified waste of a touchdown. Yeah, I didn't even know he was on the team, so. Yeah, I knew they got him. He's a punt returner, and I figured he'd. I figured he might do the Wes Welker role, but they don't need it. Uh, so you got a one-yard touchdown run from your Washington Commanders. Go straight there. Let's go, Brad, Brad Robinson. We could count the one where he fumbled it, and then Terry McLaurin gets a touchdown, or we got the one he gets. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, let's go with one of our favorites from the past that we probably haven't talked about much. Curtis Samuel, one-yard touchdown run. We love the guy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Sure, fire waste of a touchdown. I think Sam Howell actually played pretty well today. I was kind of, I was just kind of surprised that the last drive. played 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 that well. But yeah, Curtis Samuel. I'm surprised that he's still. I'm surprised he's still on the team. But shout out. Yeah, that last drive in regulation was really really good. This is this is a one week only. Unlike Nick Akane Westbrook, this one's going to change because we're talking about picking him up. 18 yard pass from Russell Wilson. Jaleel McLaughlin. He gets it this week. After this week, he is graduating into a pleasure or a pain because for this week only, because no one has him yet, that makes it a dirt fire waste of a touchdown. Yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing how much money this guy goes for. He's he's gonna he's he's gonna get somebody's full um full wallet. <laughs> You're welcome. Russell Wilson's continuing to kick us in the butt. He got a four yard pass to Jerry Judy. Nope, he stinks. Cortland Sutton. Oh, he gets a touchdown, but he fumbles all the time. Nope. How about? Brandon Johnson again. This is his second second approach on here. People still didn't pick him up, so that still makes it a for sure. Fire waste of a touchdown. I think he might be in the Westbrook and Keno kind of role there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, we were talking about your boy Anthony Richardson. He decided he just wants to fill up this entire tree with surefire waste of a touchdown. So the last two we're going to for the first one he has is a thirty-five yard pass. We've established it's not Michael Pittman. It's not Alec Pierce who's dead this year. It's not Zach Moss, and he also has a five-yard pass as well. None of those guys. Although Pittman did get the two-point conversion, and Moss got the two-point conversion for these. But the first one was Mo Alley-Cox for a 35-yard touchdown. Welcome back from the dead. And Drew Ogletree, five-yard touchdown. Both of those were great if you're a Colts fan or you had Anthony Richardson, but for everybody else in the world? Sure, fire waste of a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I was maybe hoping for a Kylan Granson tight end touchdown there at some point, but I guess yeah. not. Not tight end of the week, I guess. Well, and Baker's doing the same kind of deal here for us. One guy you've heard of, one guy I didn't know existed on the face of the planet Earth. So he has 
uh, one yard touchdown and a five yard touchdown. We would assume. I think these might see. I'm trying to look at the time here. If they were after Evans got hurt, they might have been. But so it was, had to be Godwin. No, K. Dotton got one. No, no, yeah, the rookie Trey Palmer. He's gotten a couple, but we'll put him on it for now. Now people might start playing him. Or the last one is a five yard pass to Devin Tompkins. He just appeared on the planet Earth. He just popped up on Earth. He never existed until today. He, he's just like spawned out of the Earth and caught a ball because. Trey Palmer, Dynasty guys might have, but no one started him. But those, both of those have to be. Sure, find ways to touch them. Yeah, I mean, that one guy, I don't even know. Who, I've never even heard of him. Neither but, did I. Yeah. I didn't look what position. He's a receiver. I thought he was a running back or something. I mean, he may never get his – he may never get one of these again, but, hey, you got, you're got you on there, buddy. Yeah, so there's my there's my wasted touchdowns this week. J.J. Wayne, give us some wisdom. Get us out of here. And let's, let's finish up the nights and get ready for week five. Yeah, I, I thought words of wisdom, but I seen uh, our our home team JMU uh, pick up another victory yesterday, five and zero. Just give a shout out to these guys moving up in Division One. Still, still looking good. Of course, they're not playing the big dogs yet. Give them a couple more years, but hey, as long as these guys are still winning, that's all that matters. That means they got an opportunity. So as always, search stuff and trust the process.